When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Cam, you know what's better than listening to us? What's that, Moot? Seeing and listening to us. Oh, you could do both at YouTube. YouTube.com. Ever heard of it? It's a wonderful thing on the internet. And you just type in sex talk with my mom and you'll be able to see us with both your two little eyes. The whole podcast and short clips. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. What if I'm an OnlyFans and I don't realize it? What, are they, what kind of fixture are they going to put Who's taking there? my money? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. We're chatting about sex. That's what we do here. We talk about sex and we also talk about other fun topics like dating, relationships. That leads us perfectly. Thank you. Into the question of the week, mother. The sneaky freak question of the week. The question is, what was the worst date you've ever been on? What, do you, what would you say? Uh, I was going to ask you because I always go first and it's your turn to go first because I, I immediately know what I'm going with. Okay, I I thought about this recently. I did some poor planning before a date, and um, was this a first date? It was a first date. Met her on Hinge, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna do like a little romantic picnic in uh, some meadows nearby." Okay. Okay. So I said, "Let's meet at seven thirty. You know, in L.A., you don't really know what season it is. Okay. Okay. In the summer, though, you know, it gets dark around 8 o'clock. So you show up at 7, you're fine for a picnic. I didn't realize what season we were in. It was winter. It gets dark <laughs> around 5 o'clock. By the time 7 o'clock rolls around, ah. it's fucking pitch dark out there. And I got the charcuterie board going. <laughs> I got the wine going, Do you know, blanket, I, everything. What, what could possess you, though, if you don't even know this person to put all this together? Well, what, what else are we going to do? Just go to a normal coffee shop or a tea shop that you like or a bar and I have a drink. I wanted to be fucking romantic about this thing. So you were into this hinge date. I was excited about it. Okay. So I get there. I was like, well, it's dark as fuck. Where were you No one's her? here in the meadows. In the meadows. Yeah, How, Silver Lake you, Meadows. It's called Silver Lake Meadows? Yeah. Okay. I decide, fuck it. I'm going to go for it anyway. I put out the blanket. I put out the cheese. Got the little meats going. Uncorked the wine. 
she shows up and she's she could barely see me i'm fucking sitting in the dark by myself okay <laughs> it's very awkward very awkward so you know i tell her listen i kind of wasn't expecting the darkness so quickly uh, but if you're down and she was down okay so she sits down with me in the dark and we're enjoying ourselves until we catch something moving in the corner of our eye oh my god what an animal it's a fucking animal an animal an animal a coyote a coyote oh man a coyote approaches us that's scary i pounce up you know i know what you do you go fight or flight you fight don't give or flight. a fuck fucking you, you, on my toes you just ditch this girl ready ready to ditch her but I, I was i was standing in front of her blocking her from the fierce coyote how big was this coyote yeah, it looks like a real dog like a real fucking thing he starts approaching we start backing away. Oh, my God. He starts eating the charcuterie board. <laughs> is that what you're upset, more upset about that than anything else? Well, why is he eating my fucking cheese? So you go, shoo, shoo. No, I didn't shoo him off. <laughs> I fucking bolted it. <laughs> we walked the fuck away and came back later for that shit. Can you believe that? I, oh I think I grabbed the wine and, and ran. Did you ever have another date with her? We had a few dates after that, actually. I think that actually is a great story. You liked it? You, it was a pretty poorly planned date though yeah i actually thought you were going to talk about a different story what was that i thought you wanted a, a date that it was in a, a ghost house or something like that <laughs> no, it wasn't a ghost house wait why are you coming up with my worst date that sounds way worse than a, being attacked by a coyote no this is i went out with someone who we met up in venice she was like a kind of a witchy girl you know no, I don't know. What do you mean, witchy girl? Witchy. 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 I like witchy? witchy. Witchy's good. All right, so that's good. It is good. Except, except that you're scared of stuff like that. Because she, she's a legit witch. She starts well, walking around. She's giving, we're walking around Venice, and she starts going, oh, in this building, this is haunted. It's got a little girl that lives in there, and she's a little... I'm sorry. And she starts painting a picture of all the fucking dead people around us. Sneaky she, and, and I see Sneaky her kind of like looking behind me, know. like seeing some shit. I'm like, give me the fuck. I, this, this shit is so fucking scary. That's what sneaky freaks need to know. What? That you get freaked out by scary movies. I don't do scary movies. I don't do horror movies. I don't do scary movies. That's just scary. That <laughs> I don't want that, and I don't want it in my romantic life on these dates. Well, the first date had just a scary animal. The second one had a scary ghost. What is this? Why is it? Why am I getting spooked on all these dates? Why are you adding people to your... Why don't you do normal dates? Like, go to a freaking tea shop like you do and just have some tea or coffee or... Uh, well, yeah, what about you? What what kind of wonderful dates have oh, you had? Oh, I've had some doozies. So much so that when I first became single after your dad passed away, I, I partnered with another widow and we were writing... A, we collected bad first dates over 40. Wow. And, and we never did anything with the book. But one day You're I made, sitting on a gem there, I, I think so, because we got some craziest stories. In well, there. what's the worst date that you've ever the been on? The worst date that I was on, one of the worst dates, because I've been on several of them, one that ended up in a grocery store, like just walking through the grocery store because he found his ex-girlfriend in the coffee shop where we were supposed to meet. Oh. He's like, come this way. I'm following him through the frozen food aisle. But this one, this is way worse. So I normally don't ever have someone come to my house to pick me up. Oh, no. But I had talked to this guy several times on one of the dating sites, and I figured, oh, you know, people know him. I know him, so it's not going to be that weird if he picks me up. So he comes to the house. He's going to take me out for a drink. Oh, boy. And we're getting into his Jeep. Oh, no. And he's in the driver's seat, and I look in the back seat, and I see like a like a baby blanket. And I'm like, oh, whose baby blanket is that? And and I see a car seat. So I said, is that your is your daughter? Is that her baby blanket? He goes, no. 
that's mine. I go, what do you mean that's yours? He goes, that's my whoopee. Whoa. I go, that's your whoopee. Oh. What? I wanted to jump the, out the fucking window. What, did, oh what is Oh my. Was he joking or no? I thought he was joking. I'm like, oh I, I, yeah. I would assume he's joking. He was so not joking. He goes, my daughter has her own whoopee. That's my whoopee. It's like a green fuzzy blankie. Like, oh, it probably stinks. Stinks? What's wrong with this guy? He's in his <laughs> 50s and he has a baby blanket in his car and it's his. Oh, not good. So not a good this, sign. This is the start of the date. This, oh. It gets worse from here. Okay. We drive to this bar. We're having a drink. He decides, it, this is a, a bar. Okay. He decides to put his legs on top of my legs. Oh, what? That's a, that's like Get an invasion. Your Get your legs feet, off filthy me. feet off of me. No, no. And so I pushed him off, you know. What is it? You think it's a turn on? You, it, that you're going to like if his legs are on you? Can you imagine that? Get your fucking thighs off of me. With the fucking dirty shoes? <laughs> I'm like, I like literally nudged him. I'm like, I, I thought maybe. Were you, you attracted to this guy? No. Oh. No, not attracted, especially I could not get it out of my head, the fucking whoopee. <laughs> and then he puts his feet up on me. There's some boundaries that. Definitely needed to stay. This is a horrible date. And it gets worse. No. This is the, there's a three for three here. No. This is the, and well, all, You should have started. This all, is way worse than my all worst All on the same date. He decides to talk to me about uh, he's, he's divorced and he's got a very hot wife, ex-wife, I guess. What and is he saying that for? He's telling me this because he said that this woman or someone he knows makes 10000 a month being a prostitute. And he thinks that I should do that. He was giving me advice to make some money. I'm like, you want, you're suggesting that I charge people $10,000 for sex? He's like, yeah, you probably can easily make that. This was a turn off to me. Fuck him. What the hell do I need to be listening to this shit? She has some fucking bullshit. First you got the baby blanket, then you got the feet, and then he tells me I should be a prostitute. That is so fucked. This is a fucked up date. It's a fucked up date. Yeah. Did you take, did you take the ride home? I got that. I got out of there as quickly as we could, and never, never. I saw him once. Was it a dinner? One other time. A drink. Drink. Never have a date that's more than a drink. I can't stand that. I don't like that at all. That I hate that you went on that date. I saw him once at a festival. Not a festival, like you know, like a music venue. You say hi. I said hi, but I noticed he, again. He's walking around barefoot. I kind of like that. No, that's not. It's no, weird. No, not that, at a festival. Is, it's not a festival. Is, it was a regular music venue, like where you see concerts. You don't walk around, you know, with bare feet. You know, I'm into the barefoot life. It's not like you're not at Burning Man or something like that. This <laughs> is a 50-year-old man walking around with no shoes and socks on. That's weird. <laughs> anyway, those are my date stories, but I got many, many more where well, that came we, from in the book, I which I didn't publish yet. I can't wait to hear yet. more about it, Mother. But we did get a lot of responses from Sneaky Freaks, so I'd like to jump in. If you're just listening to the show, we do this weekly where we got a Sneaky Freak question of the week. And, uh, we, you know, we we text you this this question once a week, and you give us a text, and we, we share your answers on the show. We love hearing from you guys. So our and number is 310-356-3920. And by the way, you don't need to, We if you don't want to use your name, we, we can put your stories as anonymous or whatever. So yeah, you just you, you just let us know. Yeah, just so let we, us know. We, speaking of bad dates, Gina says, I've been on a lot of strange dates, especially considering at one point in my life, I worked as an escort. Okay, so she could have she could have gone with my the guy that I was that apparently. It's never good, though, when someone's telling you what type of profession you should have. Yeah. Fuck this guy. You're still thinking about that. Okay. I don't like that. Anyway, 
Scott, uh, Gina goes on to say, this one particular date, it was a real date, not a paid date. I was driving him home and had a flat tire. My date insisted on changing the tire for me. I actually knew how to change my own tire as I had an associate's degree in automotive technology. This is a, she is a great sneaky freak. Fucking Gina, love Gina. Gina. She's got all kinds of stuff going on over there that. But what? it was a date, so I allowed him to play the man role and change my tire. Okay, so he changed the tire, and I start driving him back home to his house. We enter the freeway, and my tire flies off of my car. <laughs> it bounces all the way across the other side of the freeway. Oh, my God. Luckily, we were not driving very fast yet, and we were not injured. But after I ran across the freeway to retrieve my tire, and I put it back on myself... He admits to me that he may have forgotten to tighten on the lug nuts. I know about lug nuts. What a dumb fuck. Do you know about lug nuts? She goes on to say, I dropped him off at his house and I never saw him again. That level of stupidity was too much for me, especially when he knew I could change my own tire and practically begged me to let him do it for me anyways. What a macho, macho man he was. Macho man. I would love to go out with you, Gina, if you know how to fucking change change your tire. I, I know what lug nuts are. I don't know if I'd be able to change them. So you took driver's ed. Yes. They never taught you how to change a tire? I'm sure they did. They they taught us how to do it. But um, when I had a flat tire 30 years after I got my driver's license, it was in front of a pet cemetery oh. on, a, on a desolate road. Oh. It was freezing in the middle of the winter. Oh. And that's why I got a flat tire. And I am telling you, I walked into the pet cemetery, the funeral home for the pets, and you see the little urns with all the cats and Ooh. dogs on the... <laughs> There was a that talk about, there was a, that was a you would have freaked out. I would have freaked the fuck. I, I don't know. I I might have just frozen to death out there. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'd go into that cemetery, the pet cemetery. Pet cemetery is so much worse than a normal cemetery. For yeah, some it was reason. a pet cemetery with a funeral home with all the little urns and, <laughs> oh, and little you, caskets. You know, those are fucking freaky ass people in there. And the guy out there trying to change my tire with the lug nuts. The lug nuts were so cold they were freezing off. And he was oh. breaking them off. The oh my god, it was a disaster. <laughs> so i understand her frustration gina i relate to the story i would have been furious if that fucking guy convinces me to to change my fucking tire and then it starts rolling across the street are you kidding me it is such it's so funny though that is a hilarious image and i'm glad you're okay uh we got tony who, who writes in Hello, I missed you. I met this woman tits as big as dolly parton and mouth like a toilet cussing and smoking all night long not of me, but other people. That date ended earlier without me tasting her giant tits. Have a good week. Love you both. Tony, that that is pure bliss right there. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I love that he's describing her as a woman tits as big as Dolly Parton and mouth like a toilet. And he, but he's tur- it sounds like he's turned off by her cussing and smoking all night long. Yeah, and apparently he liked the big tits, though. He did, but he's describing her with, you know, this is not the most eloquent Tony, language. Tony, that is funny. That is very funny. Thank you for that, Tony. I'm fine. You Are you turned off by people swearing on dates? I'm fine with them swearing on dates. Cussing like a... I always swear. Yeah. All right. Uh, Megan goes on to say, so this one time I went on a date. It wasn't explicitly a date, but it 100% felt like it and had all the components with a guy who wanted to show me his favorite spots in LA. This guy was sharply dressed. We drove around, saw some neat sights, but he kept asking me to take his photos. He didn't That ask, is weird. That is weird. No, he didn't ask me to take a picture of us. And no, he didn't ask to take a picture of me as well. Just 
dozens of moments where he'd point out a cool statue and say, oh, hey, look at that. Quick, take a picture of me. That is weird. Fucking awkward and weird, and I don't like that at all. And it could have been so much better because I went out with a guy who liked to, it was an amateur photographer, yeah. you know, and he took me to, to some places where, you know, his favorite photo shoots spots are. And he was just showing me where, and I thought that was very romantic. This was not the case. What What, what is this guy getting out of these these pictures? Was he going to use this for like an, an app, a dating app or something yeah, like that? Yeah, apparently he said, oh, well, I might as well get some use out of this. I need someone she to looks take like, photos of me? Yeah. Fuck it's, this. It's actually a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. <laughs> Megan... Fuck that guy. I hope you didn't go out with him again. Jay said, had a great first coffee date. I walked her home. Her mom greeted us at the door and insisted I come in. I helped, ma- I helped them make cookies. It was lovely. Also, her dad wears a shirt with no pants. What? Or undies around the house. Oh, my he- God. Oh, my God. <laughs> he gives a nice, firm handshake without breaking eye contact. Could you imagine? First of all, how do you get to the place where you're on a, after a first coffee that you're making cookies? Yeah. With the, I'm kind of into you, that. I knew you would love that. I think that's kind of sweet. But then the dad comes down and he's not wearing no pants, no undies. So he's flip-flopping it around. He's completely dingle-dangling it. No, 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 no. He, he's, he's, he's wearing a shirt, okay? So he's kind of like poo-bearing it, you know? Yeah. Winnie the poo? Yeah, he's, he's, I know what you're talking about. He's got the Did shirt on, but up? no pants or undies. But he gave a nice firm handshake without breaking eye contact. I would so be so fucking weirded out with the fucking... Who would want to shake his hand when you know that he's not <laughs> wearing any pants? <laughs> you think because he's not wearing pants, he's way more likely to be touching his dick yes, all the time? Yes, men are always in touching things like that. Oh, God, God that is a horrible one, Jay. I really feel for you on that. I'm curious if you went on another date with her after that. Can I read Tom's? Oh, yeah, the Tom. The elder statesman, Tom is piping in here he says during college i had extreme hots for a redhead with a fantastic body i'd gotten myself all worked up about the date and the expectations had gone through the stratosphere it started with a flat tire another flat tire another flat tire story Jeez. Pro- progressed through clumsy conversation and ended with a makeout session in which it turned out she was the worst kisser ever open mouth and unresponsive that is probably the worst type of kissing. It is so Just annoying. Just like a hole. It's like a baby bird being fed by its mother. Ew, ew. He goes on to say, after multiple tries and a bit of coaching, it still felt like I was wagging my tongue in the Grand Canyon. Ew. First and last date. Oh. You know, I got to tell you, if you have a bad kiss like that, yeah. you're done. 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 I can't do that again. You can't. No and matter how you know, great this person is. Come on. You, you can't have... kiss. You're not going to be able to fuck. No. No. It's untrainable. Untra- I mean, we've had some sneaky freaks who've said that, uh, you know, kissing, they've been with people who can kiss and not fuck. I don't I've never, I think it's all connected. It's a bodily awareness thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But and he tried to train her and it didn't work. I, a first date to try to train someone how to kiss is kind of, it's a ballsy move, Tom. I like, I appreciate that. Do we have, uh, we have another one here. Uh, yeah. From Claire. Yeah. Go for it. Hi, hope y'all are enjoying summer. The worst date I've been on was when I was living in Montana. I met this guy on a dating app and we had a good conversation and decided to meet up at a sushi restaurant. Okay, red flag. Why? Red flag already. Sushi? I don't trust anyone who's willing to to pay for sushi on the first date. Why does this cheap side of you come out always on the first date? I'm just saying because you don't know this person. Suddenly you're treating them as a fucking sushi dinner. There's something up with that. Go on. 
Okay. Well, I don't see I don't see it that big of a problem with sushi. Okay, go on. Especially, what if he's had like a ton of money? Oh, well, maybe. What if he owns a sushi restaurant? Because if he's got a ton of money, what is he doing? Why, why, still, why is he? I just, I guess maybe. I don't know. All right, okay. go on. When I met him, I got a huge serial killer vibe. Thank you, fucking. Thank you. Now that's a red flag. That's. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's a fucking serial killer he move. He didn't do anything wrong, really, but it was just something I was sensing. Also, his pupils were very strange looking, so I don't know if he was on something. Oh, God. That's the only date I've been on where Jesus I consider totally ditching the guy by saying I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. I've what? done that. You've 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 done the bathroom it, ditch? I, okay. Literally, it was like one of the... I, I ordered a beautiful meal in an Italian restaurant with this guy, but the date was going south real fast. And your brother, who was like 11 at the time called me because apparently the person that he was staying with for the night wanted him to go home. So I had to go wrap it all up. We've got to go. I pick up, I pick, <laughs> I pick up all the food. He says I can keep it because he, yeah, I think he kept kosher. Oh my God. We get in the car. We're driving back. We pick up Jeremy and you know what Jeremy says? This car smells like old people. Oh, not good. Not good. <laughs> but we had a nice Italian meal. You, Jeremy ate the rest of his. Oh dinner. yeah, including oh, my in, God, including the, including the bottle of wine. Oh wow! It, you know I, these things just keep coming back to me. These wonderful dates that I've had. Wow, I, I so Claire, I feel for you. I, I if I sat down with someone, they got shifty ass eyes. <laughs> There's fucking pupils, serial killer serial eyes. killer pupils. That's weird when you can see it in the pupils because the pupils you can really see into the soul. Well, especially if they're if they're on something, like, that's you not don't, good. It's, it's not good. It's scary. Very weird vibe, and then you got the whole sushi thing going on. I still don't see what the problem with the sushi is. She goes, I stuck it out for some reason. I think I set a world record for fastest eating sushi roll. I was stuffing sushi in my mouth, <laughs> trying like to end it as soon as possible. What do you sneaky freaks think? Do you, should you have more than a meal on a first date? Especially more than a meal. How no, about I'm a at, meal? Like, a meal. Like I'm, I'm thinking. Coffee, tea, or a drink, and that's it. That's it. That's in it. In and out in forty-five minutes. No two-hour days. Charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. That's a little too much. It's too much. It's too much. My, I think it was my sister said that one time she came and some guy had an entire luau set up in his apartment. Oh, like a Hawaiian luau. He gave her lays and stuff like that. Oh my god. That's a little too much too. That's, that's fucking some, hilarious. You probably would love that. I would like a luau situation. Joseph says. She wore Crocs and had shitty weed. <laughs> well, I agree with that. I like Crocs. I don't like men in Crocs. I'm sorry. I know they're popular right now, but I just don't like them. I saw a girl in Crocs the other day, and I said, I might go up and talk to this girl. She was very stylish and Girls cute. can wear Crocs. Boys, no. Really? For me, but I know that a lot of people would disagree with that. How about the shitty weed? You'd be turned off by that. Someone the guy had shitty, shitty weed. weed. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a red flag. Red flag. What's my biggest red flag? Would you like to know? Yeah, what is that? I don't like when a guy cuts up their mother. Oh, you don't do that. No, 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 no. No, 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 Don't go. And I, I also went on a, and I did not go on a date with this guy because he told me that he's waiting. I said, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm waiting for my dad to die because I'm going to inherit the company. Ooh. Another red flag. Big red flag. Eee. If you don't think highly of your parents... You're going to be... Just, I think in general, you can bring that negativity to a date. That's not where... That's not the place for negativity. You know what I'm saying? You don't talk like that. Do, don't don't start cutting people up. They're going to be cutting you up soon. Yeah. Anyway. Red flag, red flag, red flag. I think that's... um. 
Oh, I have one more that I want to read, and then I think we're going to move into the next segment. How about that? Okay. The worst state, this is from LJ, the worst state I've ever been in when I was in college, I took a girl out to see Little Orphan Annie off Broadway. There was little kids in the row behind us enjoying the play and being a little loud. She asked me to tell them to shut up. I refused and ditched afterwards. It's for the kids to enjoy. Totally killed the mood. I completely agree with you, LJ. First of all, First of all, I like to say something. LJ, what the hell are you taking a date to an Annie off little Broadway? Orphan Annie. It wasn't even off on Broadway. Broadway. Oh, the off Broadway. Off part. Broadway, little orphan Annie. Now, your sister was an Annie. Yeah. She was Annie. Yeah. But she still wouldn't take her date to fucking little orphan Annie. I don't like any. If you're going to go to Annie, you got to expect that there are going to be kids there. I don't know why kids love fucking Annie, by the way. I, I was just kids telling, without parents. I was there so. with two little girls all weekend and they were constantly singing Annie to yeah. the point where I had your sister call up and sing to them on FaceTime. I fucking love Annie. Anyway, you're going to have kids there. I agree. I agree with LJ. You can't you can't be fucking criticizing these kids. No, no. But also don't take a first date, a blind date okay. or any date All to right. an Annie, con- Annie, Annie show. Unless, I, th- I feel unless, you on that. You put, unless the person is in Annie, then that's a different story. You want to read one more mother? Okay, well, this is from Justin. It wasn't really a bad date. It says, Hola, folks. I have followed a strange path, which has led to a good number of partners and even marriage. Yet I somehow managed to never go on a date. Wow. Which is good. They look gruesome and terrifying, like a porta potty at the state fair that has been tipped over and set on fire. Wow. How's that for a visual image? <laughs> a porta potty at a state fair that's been tipped over, not even just gross i'm pretty he's amazed. set on fire like he definitely has seen this <laughs> he's really against these dates but even you know it's come on even in a marriage or even in a par- any partnership but you're hanging out one-on-one doing a romantic thing that's probably it's considered a date how do you know that wasn't like arranged marriage yeah but when even when you're married you never go even do you ever go on a dates with these of course okay so you're in a committed partnership it's, it's a date I guess so. I mean, I don't necessarily call it a date. Maybe it just we go out to dinner. Okay, 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 okay. I guess Justin is really looking at just yeah. the original. The you original don't know the person. Day, yeah. You're going, you're just fucking free balling it on this, spending time with some stranger. Do you remember one of my first dates ever after your father died and you and your brother were upstairs and his doorbell rings and he, he walks in and he's, he's carrying like a bunch of orchids, <laughs> but he looked like... A naked mole rat. Yes, we named the naked mole rat from now on. Yeah, it's not a nice thing that we did. And your brother decides he's hyper, so he's playing basketball in the house, banging the ball, and the guy goes, "Oh, throw the ball to me!" So Jeremy t- <laughs> tosses the ball to him, and then the guy whips it at Jeremy's chest and knocks him over. <laughs> too, too strong, too strong of a chest w- pass for a little kid. For a little kid, he just like, whipped him over. You're trying to show off on him. Yeah. How high- fucking throw the that, fucking that was that wasn't the actual that was a there was a red flag right there fuck this guy right okay get go thank you all very thank much you. for your responses i hope your you enjoyed dates. i hope you enjoyed that segment and i hope you enjoyed our tales of woe on uh, tales of woe Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I've got a very exciting announcement. We're starting a new segment of the show because we've loved hearing from you guys through these texts, but we want to get to know you even more. So we're going to start a segment of the show called Freak of the Week, baby. Oh, yeah. And we have a Freak of the Week that I know you guys are all going to know and love. We're going to call up this little Freak of the Week. So announcing our first sneaky Freak of the Week. It's none other than the wisest of us all. The sagest of sage. The oldest of us all. It's the elder statesman, Tom. Welcome Welcome to to the the show. show. Woo, we didn't practice. (laughs) We are so delighted to have you here. You know, you just texted us about your worst date, and I'm sorry to hear that you. It, it sounded like she w- you was wagging your tongue in the Grand Canyon. That's yes, I was. It, it's horrible. Horrible, horrible. Worst kiss her ever. So, in, in that situation, can you do anything about that? I tried, but it didn't seem to change the <laughs> dynamic, Kenny. So, like, uh, I think I texted you first date, last date. We didn't go any further. I don't blame you. We all have those. I hate that St. Bernard type of kissing. You know, I've so enjoyed your texts over the past several months. It occurs to me that you probably are the most environmentally friendly of of all the freaks that we have. Why? Well, just in the sense that he he's friends. I've done it outside a few times. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Had, we... What have you learned from uh, <laughs> fucking in the forest? Don't get in poison ivy. I thought about that. I literally that thought. Happened. Oh, it has <laughs> happened. On, on, on your front or your back? I I had an itchy butt for a good while. That was actually in college, and sitting in those hard seats with an itchy butt wasn't easy. Oh, yeah, a lot of calamine lotion on that thing. All right, so any and, other? And, the, and my friend had it on her knees, so you can figure things out from there. Oh, you wild and crazy <laughs> freak. <laughs> Oh, uh, what? When was the first time you did a forest fuck? Probably in college. I went to a small school, and it was a lot of national forest around, and we would go camping and hiking and stuff. And that was probably uh, it. I was probably about nineteen years old. Have you ever also fucked on a beach? Yes. Is there? That's, that's hazardous. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get that sand wanna, up there. You know what a screaming seagull is, right? No. Well, when you had some intercourse and you come out and get sand on it and go back in again. Oh, oh, is a screaming seagull? It's not fun. It, it, it should be a, plural. <laughs> so, is it not fun for the the penis or the vulva or whatever? What the vagina? What the vagina. Vulva, vulva was mostly affected, but it wasn't really fun for either one of us. Oh wow! People yeah. people romanticize this beach thing. I do. I, I know, do. and it's not fun, and especially when someone walks by and says, "Oh, I want some of that." Oh yeah. yeah. If, if you've been... a, gra- a grassy area next to a beach is one thing, but sand along the ocean—that's something else totally. Are you an exhibitionist? Am I an exhibitionist? Not particularly. 
because I'm not really doing it in places I can would be easily seen. I'll put it that way. So when you swing from a tree like Tarzan, you don't think you're being seen? Well, it was I was pretty I was far enough away from everything, I think. But I mean, I guess there is a there is the risk and maybe that's a little bit of the thrill too. Yeah, have you ever been seen? Yes, but it really wasn't like out in the woods or anything. It was more like uh, in a college dorm setting got oh. caught. You Ooh. you had a lot of fun in college. I had a lot of fun in college. Sounds like it. You yeah. keep bringing that up. It was pretty good. Well, that was the beginning of my real sexual journey, I guess. Yeah, I, I wish I had your college experience. What would you classify <laughs> yourself as in terms of sexual journey? Are you a beginning, medium, advanced? Super advanced? Expert? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm advanced. I'm not super advanced. <laughs> and you're married? I am married. I've been married for almost 50 years. Congratulations. And yep. here's a question. Do you explore outside of the marriage? Is it open or is it pretty monogamous um, at this point? Or you could pass if you're not comfortable with that question. Well, I have strayed. It's not, and, and she knows about it. And we've worked through that. So, it, but it's not an open marriage, no. Okay. I I know a while ago you texted saying, yes, I've enjoyed eating testicles, <laughs> a.k.a. mountain oysters several times. What the fuck? It, when have you eaten, uh, were they bull testicles? What Ew. kind of testicles were they? The, uh, I was uh, actually visiting in Lincoln, Nebraska, and there was a testicle festival. Oh, my God. Side of town at a rural county fair. It was a fundraiser for testicles? Uh, some charities, and there was cold beer, and you got your choice of bull, uh, hog, oh. or ram. Oh. Bull, hog, or ram? How did you choose? barbecue sauces. Oh, yeah, and it was fun. Do you know, I don't even eat red meat, so I guess that classifies as, as testicles as well. You probably, that's probably true. Now, you you can get, I, I live in the eastern part of the country, there's a lot of tur- turkey farms here. <laughs> you can get things called turkey fries, which are about the size of your thumb, and uh, I, I haven't gotten them in years, but they you could fry them up, and they make Nice little hors d'oeuvres. Oh wait, wait! The turkey, the, the turkey <laughs> fry is turkey. a is that a long testes? What is it? But that, yeah, those. Uh, do the turkey testicle are they look kind of like the gobble gobble? They hang low, or, <laughs> or is that the the dick that you're talking about? Uh, no, it's the hang low. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Do they have so, vegan testicles? Not that I know of. <laughs> so, Tom, did when when you ate these? Did you choose? Bull, ram, or uh, he said bull. Oh, he said bull. He said bull. You said bull. We got, we got a little bit. We we tried it. It was a group of us that went. And we got um, a little bit of everything. I remember one of the young women that was with us. I don't think she quite knew what she was getting into. <laughs> she ended up sliding her plate over and letting everybody else have it after she had a plate. <laughs> Did would you say that you felt uh, very uh, vivacious afterwards? Viral. Viral. Uh, not especially now. Did you, did you want to? Did you want to puke? Think it me up at all. I would want to puke. Did your wife eat this too? She wasn't there. I was actually in a at a conference kind of thing. She has had them, and would not choose to have them. Oh my god! Oh, wow. All right. This is really grossing me out. Thank thank you for this information, though. Do we have one last question for yeah, the elder statesman? I do. I have a question for you, Tom. 
Okay. What would be the most valuable piece of information you could teach young Toms in training? I had a pretty good time in college and all, but I was not always super confident. So I think the piece of advice I would give is to be confident and communicate. I didn't always communicate very well. Um, and I, I think those are the two C's, confidence and communication uh, will go a long way to, to help you in the relationship, friendships, all sort of things. So I freaking love that information. I 100% agree with you. Tom, you fucking rock. You thank do. You, thank you for all <laughs> your your wisdom and, and all your answers. It, it's been a blast getting to know you over these past several months. I could cry. Oh. Well, and I'm going to keep listening. Tuning in. Keep, keep tuning, tuning in. in. You're our first freak of the week. We're, we're, we're so excited to have Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for, for letting us give you a call. Sure. I look forward to future Freaks of the Week, too. Yeah, <laughs> they will hopefully keep this this segment going. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tom. Bye, Tom. You're welcome. Bye. And that was the Freak of the Week, Tom, our elder statesman. I fucking love Tom. We love him. And that Tom, was, that thank was you for fun. coming on. That was a lot of fun. If you would like to be considered for the Freak of the Week, or if you enjoy <laughs> this segment of Freak of the Week, Please shoot us a text at 310-356-3920. I fucking love getting to know these people. Getting to know. Such, such sweet-hearted, smart people. We actually got um, a text, or I should say an Instagram message from another freak. Oh, yeah? Everyone knows Mr. Bean. Oh, Mr. Who, Bean. he might be the original freak. He was the original freak. He likes to stick pop rocks up his a- anus. Yes. You know, I was just at the Sexpo. And someone gave me a bunch of Pop Rocks. I immediately thought of Mr. Bean. Oh, my God. Well, Mr. Bean thought of us because he sent a little picture here. And the picture reads, it's, just, it's like a little boy with his eyes wide open. And it says, when you send her a dick pic and she replies, LOL, I'm not into toes. <laughs> Thank you for sending us that cartoon, Mr. Bean. I love that. I love it, too. I love it. I also want to mention, by the way, yeah. Cam. That driving over here, I, I got a new revelation from you. What was that? First of all, your taste in music is bizarre. I mean, it's like Indian, and the next thing you know, it's, I don't know, it's It's her. eclectic. It's worldly. It's definitely worldly. Yeah. I would not use that anywhere else besides with me, because you don't want to. I, what do you mean? It comes on all the time. Or anytime someone comes in the car, it's coming on. And people, is it a conversation starter? Sometimes it is. Or a stopper. Uh, sometimes it's like, oh, that's that's interesting. Well, today um, we were listening to Herb Alpert. And yes. The, and I, I I think I know Herb Alpert from my dad. I bet fucking Tom likes Herb Alpert. Of course. We should call him back. <laughs> Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, back in the 60s, I believe, was playing when I got in the car. And I, I noticed the name of the, the song. Yeah. The Lonely Bull. Yeah. I, before you notice the name... I said, this, this is my theme song. And you look down, you go, The Lonely Bull? Yeah. I didn't even realize that was what it was called. And you started laughing. Because that's exactly, I am the lonely bull over here. I know. And it goes I, into our bull's testicles. And that totally relates to the bull's testicles. We're just oh, coming yeah. to full, full circle. <laughs> full circle here. Full fucking circle. Well, full circle. Well, uh, anyway, I just thought our little sneaky freak listeners would like to know that you are now dubbed the lonely bull. The lonely bull. Okay. Do you feel you're a lonely bull? I'm a lonely fucking bull. Oh. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, although I will say, at least you're not a lonely calf or something. I, I, you know, I 
I woke up this morning feeling very bullish. Is that horned what? up? Oh, here we go. Here it comes. And there was someone in mind. Who? Someone I've hooked up with in the past. Is this like a premonition that you should hook up with this person again? No, it's me being fucking horny for someone. Do well, you, at what point? Should, you think it's just if you feel in <laughs> the impulse, you just fucking fire away and just text, "Hey, I'm feeling horny for you." You know, there was a scene in my favorite, one of my favorite movies, um, Modern Romance, where Albert Brooks. Does, you, what's going on with your voice? Right? <laughs> I had something caught in my throat. Albert Brooks. Now you, now you mess with my head, okay? What did Albert Brooks say? All right, he's doing quaaludes. Uh, of course. Because he brought his girlfriend broke up with him. Yeah. And he starts going through his Rolodex to call people because he's horny. Yeah. And he starts making all these dates, and he doesn't know until the next day how many people he made dates oh with my because God. he was horny. Of course. So that's what it reminds me. That's exactly what I feel you're like. Dreaming of sex with random women, and you're. But but do you think if I were to just text this person out of the blue, would that make her horny, or is it kind of like, well, they're not on the same page right now? I don't know, Cam. I don't know who well, the hell how? this person is, and I don't know how you ended it, and I don't know who open ended, ended it. Open-ended. Open-ended. So, so obviously there's a door that's open that you should explore. But to get a random horny message in the middle of the day. You don't think people do booty calls all the time? In the middle of the day? Yeah. Would, I, I think it's very distracting. If I got one of these, I'd be. I'm like, can we wait to, for like the weekend or what? late night or something like this? It's okay. very distracting right now. You, you once again are Mr. Spontaneity there. Okay, well, Mr. Spontaneity, <laughs> lonely bull forever. Okay, um, confidence and communication, according to Tom. I thought that was wonderful advice to our young little Toms. The little Toms, the little Tom Toms. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for Hit On, on or, or Shit on. on. This is the segment of the show where we get to look at your comments and questions and determine whether they are a hit on or a shit on. This is from uh, Chris the Cougar Tamer. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not already off to a bad start. <laughs> Why? Why? Chris the Cougar Tamer? He writes, I've seen you on an app other than this. Can't remember, though. Hmm. Yeah. Is that a hit on or a shit on? Was, was he saying like I was on like OnlyFans? Only Oh, what you got like a fake account or something? And now I'm worried. You got a fake account because that's happened to me before, where people Someone... have like stolen my Instagram pictures and claimed to be me, and then you have to report them and all this other oh, shit. Oh god! What if I'm on OnlyFans and I don't realize it? What are they? What kind of pictures? Who's put out taking there? my money? Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you already had an OnlyFans account and you didn't even realize you set one up. It's very possible because I remember looking into it at one point. I, I'm telling you, I bet you have a fucking OnlyFans Sneaky account. Sneaky freaks, if you know of an OnlyFans account that looks like me, let me know because <laughs> I, I want to cash in on some of that. We got another. So that I would say uh, that's probably a hit on. I don't know. Come on. It's definitely a hit on. He's talking about how he's seen you on other apps. Yeah. Hit okay. on. Hot pockets says well i'd rather hang out with her than the girls he's describing whether she knows what she's talking about or not what is that <laughs> fucking smirk what the fuck is that smirk you know people think i don't know what i'm talking about 
And, and apparently he'd rather hang around with me, even if I... Regardless of whether you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just thought I'd mention that that's a hit on. Okay. That's a nice hit on. What was I discussing in this clip or whatever where I was talking about girls? I don't remember. Oh, God. <laughs> and that was our segment of hit on or shit on. Hit on or shit on. Does that mean it's time for... Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News is a segment of the show where we share earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. Mother, what do we have this week? This is brought to you by our elder statesman, Tom. Oh, Tom contributing whole, even more to the show. A whole Tom show. It's from the EasternShorePost.com, one of my favorite publications. Oh. And the title is Name of Future Parksley Bar and Grill Causes a Local Stir. Uh-oh. What do they name this bar and grill? The name of the new bar was on the minds of speakers during a public comment period at Monday's Parksley Town Council meeting. I would love to go to this town, town you council You know what? Meeting. I'd never really liked these like PTA meetings. Really? But we'd sit there for 45 minutes discussing if you want chocolate milk or plain milk in the cafeteria. Well, that's a very hard question. Well, this is a hard question. Several speakers, all women, said the name The G-Spot is disrespectful of women and not a good reflection on the town. Wow. This is what people are worried about. The naming of this new bar. What do you think of the bar, of a bar called The G-Spot? Would you go to that? I think it's very clever, but it, here's what it's all about. Co-owner Kelly Hart also spoke about the choice of the name, explaining her husband, G.W. Hart, goes often goes by G. Okay, so it's kind of an homage to this guy. I think she didn't like that, though. No, she likes it. Those speaking both for and against the name said it's <laughs> not within the town's jurisdiction to say what a private business calls itself. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Freedom, baby. Freedom of speech. Okay. Still, one speaker, former council member Julie, I'll keep her last name private in case she, she asked the council to send a letter to the owners asking them to modify the name. The council took no action on the request. The Hearts announced earlier this year they had bought the former I, club well, car. Julie's got such a stick up her ass. I know. With she, plans... can't, she can't get over the name that this bar is going to be called the G-Spot? She needs her fucking G-Spot fucking stimulated. Well, after they held a contest to name the restaurant, the name Off the Rails was selected, and in a June 28th post... On Off the Rails Facebook page, the bar name and logo were announced. So a lot of friends and family from the community named right. the bar. We kept getting the name. What, what's, what's all right? We get the point. We got a very stiff-ass town. It was a stiff-ass town, but but you know what? Thank you, Tom, for bringing this to our attention. You know, it's it's too bad when people can't just understand that there's some fun in life. There's some fun. You well, hundred, you would be at the G-Spot every fucking night. I, I can't think of a better name for a bar. You'd be rubbing rubbing up that G-Spot. You, you know who pe don't understand about the G-Spot? The people objecting to the name, the G-Spot. That's exactly right. Julie. Well, thank you, Tom, for and thank any you, Tom. future freaks that want to send me Mom's News articles that I, I would never have found this on the Eastern Shore Post had it not been for Tom. You don't often read the Eastern Shore Post? I don't. Yeah. But I will now. Yeah, you really should keep up to date because it's a wonderful publication. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that riveting. Mom's I, news. Mom's news. Mom's news. What What were you going to say? I, I don't even want to know what's coming right now. Oh, yeah. What's coming is the segment of the show you all have been waiting for. The segment that gets Tom fucking swinging from those vines. And gets 
he has to slather himself up with calamine lotion from all the poison <laughs> ivy and poison oak that he gets from swinging on those trees. That's exactly right. It's the it's the time that gets your heart racing. It starts making you you think you need to go to a cardiologist because you got palpitations. You're so horned up. Oh yeah, it's Cam's uppers. Cam's uppers is the place, place to, to be. be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's uppers, the segment of the show where I share something near and dear to my heart. Something that my mother typically finds excruciatingly boring or sometimes entertaining or a little bit of both. Okay, I'm leaning. This is starting to sound it's, a little positive. There. It's growing on me. It's growing on you. We'll, this we'll see what this segment is about. It must be the hundredth time I've done this. It's finally growing on you. That's good. It's Cam's Uppers. So, as you know, as the lonely bull that I am, I'm constantly researching community. You know this? I'm falling asleep. What? Community, the community. idea of community. I we, think this is the root of all of our issues. I've talked about that on the show before. But this is true. That we need community. We do. It's a Harvard professor named Robert Putnam. He specializes in this idea. He wrote Bowling Alone. You know, the whole idea about Bowling Alone, we've talked about on the show, I think. Bowling Alone or Bowling Alone? Bowling. Oh, because now that you've got bowl in my mind. He, he used it the, the whole, just to catch everyone up, he studied how like social... There used to be all these community events like bowling leagues, and right? Okay. And you'd go to the bowling alley and you'd see all these people there hanging out, drinking beers, blah, blah, blah. Now, if you go to the bowling alley, the only thing you see, people, individual people on each lane practicing their own sport of bowling. So people are bowling alone. I've never seen that before. It's fucking devastating. Do you remember for what birthday? was the last time you went to a fucking bowling alley? I remember birthday, you had all your birthday parties at I the know. bowling alley and you put, they'd, they'd have the neon lights come on. Oh, and yeah. Glow in the dark and... A lot no, of fun. There's no bowling leagues anymore. People are just bowling alone, practicing their own goddamn sport. Your father it's was devastating. an expert bowler, by the way. We were not. Do not start this shit. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. You're trying to fucking usurp Cam's uppers, and I'm <gasps> just trying to get back on track. All right, so what's the point? So there's a specific idea that he talked about on a podcast I listened to. I've been listening to him nonstop, okay? He talks about bonding versus bridging social capital, Okay. Let me break this down. Uh, no, please do not. Yes, I am. No. Social capital, you know what this... No, no, no. Don't give me the fucking fingers. Social capital is community, okay? So there's bonding community and, and bridging community. Bonding community is when you make friends with people who are just like you, okay? Okay. So fucking... You look at some of my friends, they look, even look like me. That is true. Fucking these white Jewish neurotic, you know, whatever. Is that... This is your community? This is my community. Okay. This is my bonding community community okay. right and then you have the bridging social capital bridging community this is where you're friends with people who are not like you and he i'm into bridging you're into bridge everyone we need both no i'm saying i don't there's not there's nobody like me so i have to be into bridging that is that is <laughs> my, true my community is not very similar to me it's not the same color it's you not have the you same. do have a lot of bridging social capital <laughs> it's completely different from me his point is we we need both however nowadays we really, because of all of our isolation, everything like this, we lack the latter. We lack bridging social capital. We we are we tend to be friends with people who are just like us, not friends with people who look and think differently than us. Which is why we have so much political polarization and social polarization in our country these days. Well, at least I'm a bridger. You're a fucking bridger. It's, but I mean, how many how many how, Republicans are you actually like having regular conversations with, and you know? Republicans? Yeah. Zero. Okay, so I not so much of a bridge. I don't even talk. We, we I tend don't to talk be politics. geographically. I say with politics. I'm just saying a lot of our our country's issues right now is a result of homogenous friend groups and all this. 
Anyway, this is something that's been very much on my mind. They say you live longer if you're part of a community. What kind of bullshit? What is this? What kind of... This is your fucking takeaway from Cam's yes. Uppers? <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Cam. I thought this was interesting. If it anyone is. out there thinks this is interesting, I hope you enjoyed it because clearly my mother didn't wasn't fucking thinking... I know about bridging about versus bonding. bonding. Well, and maybe you should try and bridging. And I'm not saying, by the way, bonding is a bad... Uh, to be friends I need with more bonding. Like you. you need more bridging. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like to bridge... With your your friend group, and that would, would that be considered bonding then? No, that's bridging. You you would be very different. Uh, you look very different than my friends. Is what I'm trying to say. If you guys like cams uh, uppers, please let us know in a text. All right, three one zero three five six three nine two zero. It's cams uppers. We've reached the end of the show, folks. Yep, and it's been a riveting one. A riveting one in my friends. This is your last chance to dance. Uh, we are doing a Patreon party on July 27th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. You guys have got to join us. And the you only way you can join, to us join us is by joining Patreon. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom. We got a Zoom party. We got to bring your freaky little furry friends. We're going to hang out with all the listeners. And Why do you always the- say furry friends? Who are they bringing? Their animals? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like little, they're going to dress as like furries. furries. Yeah. Listen, you want to dress as a furry and come to the Freak Fest? Might I, as well. I love that. I want to thank everyone on Patreon making the show possible. Really helps us out, cover the costs of, of this production, which because, are as you know, steep. There's, it's steep, but we are all over now, as, as evidenced by that comment earlier. That's right. So we are on YouTube and you can watch us there. So go to youtube.com slash sex talk with my mom and check us out. We got a a rating and review I wanted to read. I'd like to hear it. Because we love when you leave us ratings ratings and reviews. It really helps us out as well. It gets us to the top of those charts, allows people to find us more easily. This is five stars. You want to read this, Mother? No, you can read it. Great. This says sexually is the subject line. Five stars. Do you remember me? It's been a while. This is Matthew G. And I still want to have high sexual relationship sex with you, Karen. Oh, high sexual. I, I'm glad he wants, because I would be, be really bored with the low sexual relationship sex. Do you think he meant by weed, the high, high? No, I think he meant like, you know, in terms of like on a scale of one to 10, 10 being really high. Yeah. He wants, maybe he wants to swing like Tom with me in the, the jungle. So you're, he's describing his sex as high sexual relationships. He has sex. a high sex, maybe he has a high sex drive, Matthew G. Matthew G. But thank you for the five-star review, Matt. He's the fucking G spot right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what time it is? Thank you, Matt G. I'm so, even you know, even in this fucking horny-ass rating and review, I'm still grateful that you're supporting our show despite you fucking hitting on my mom in front of me in the world. It's fine. If you're going to do that, that's, listen, to any of the listeners out there, if it takes you hitting on my mother, use the fucking rating and reviews to do it. What? I don't care. You can hit on Cam. How's that? You want to hit on me? That's even better. He might end up dreaming about you. That's right. Fucking texting you in the morning saying, I hope this is not disturbing your day. <laughs> you want to sing him out, Moot? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having sex flying in the trees. Mom. Oh my God! You're fucking on it. You're I'm on, on it. it. On it. Fucking on it. Woo. You you rhyme trees with trees. Jeez. Whoa! Yeah. We love you guys. Love you guys. Big thank you to Tom for coming on the show. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.